You're listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. One of Us is a podcast and video network funded all but entirely by donations and subscriptions. We do accept pitches for audio-based or banner ads, but on a case-by-case basis. If you're interested in that, contact us at oneofusnet at gmail.com. With the amount of audio and video content we generate, it is expensive and extremely time-consuming to keep things running. Please go to the webpage oneofus.net and sign up for a subscription at 2 5 10 or $25 and get a ton of bonus content. One of us needs and appreciates all your support. Hello, this is Bradley Martin with the Screener Squad. And I bet you all wondering where that heavyweight matchup was going to go back during the COVID times. Godzilla vs. Kong. So Godzilla bodies this ape's trifling ass and then pretty much becomes king of the monsters. And I figured, well, that's the end of that, unless they make a sequel in who knows how many decades. Netflix said, not so, and created a mini-series animated eight episodes called Skull Island. Now, Skull Island is about a family... Their boat capsizes, something big is in the water, and it decided that it doesn't like that it's in its space, chucks that boat, and they get marooned on Skull Island. Charlie, played by Nicholas Cantu, is looking for his father, Cap, played by Benjamin Bratt. And with him is his buddy, Mike, played by Darren Barnett. And a strange, mysterious girl who seems to know the island and nothing of their world. Played by Mae Whitman. Her name is Annie. MVP of the series, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And Charlie Mike, with Annie's help, have to survive the monsters and mystery of Skull Island. <laughs> with me to talk about this. Someone who certainly knows her history and geography. Gina is with us. Oh, howdy ho there. And someone who would never bet a grand on Kong to win any kaiju fight. Doggett is with us. Tokyo Doggett. <laughs> so we have the this actually very fun assorted cast of characters with great voice actors. Mae Whitman's a personal favorite of mine. Eight episodes, one an hour each. And Kong, he only gets like two episodes to be featured. Which, believe me or not, is kind of a good thing. But what did you two think of Skull Island? Let's just get this out of the way, Brad. You're only saying that because you hate the Kong design. <laughs> it's it's not great. but no. I showed you a worse one, though. Yeah, yeah, you did. I, I was, like, very harsh on this Skull Island Kong design. The animation in this is a little hit or miss for me throughout the whole thing. So I was saying in a chat, this is the worst Kong I've ever seen. And Doggett just started photobombing me of much worse Kong designs. And you were right. There, there's some terrible King Kong designs out there. On another Netflix show as well. I don't remember what it was called, but it looked very DK. I I will say this Kong looks more like Peter Jackson's Kong than Skull Island Kong. But, you know, 
Can we get mad at them for making him black instead of brown? I don't know. Who's to say? Wow. I don't think so. The political layers in that statement. (laughs) I wish... (laughs) Like, I did... It was low-key, like, man, I wish that was, like, the conflict in this show, because then it would be interesting, but... There's a lot of things the show could have that could have happened in the show. I was debating with Bradley how long it'd take before like the the kid's dad turned out to be like Doctor Venture or something. You know, Doctor Venture <laughs> Senior, just him and the other kid's dad like going to two prostitutes with their with their pants down their waist. <laughs> well, the kid's not as bad as Doctor Venture, but he's still a little terrible. This his son is all like, Dad. I just want to go to university and study something that I want. Really be at the top of the field in what I want to be in. And then maybe fall in love. And the dad's all like, oh, pish posh. College is terrible. You you should be out here at sea with me and two other dudes. Some real Goku energy. Yeah, Yeah, the big time Goku energy. Scholarships are stupid. Fucking pussy. You know what? I like that actual interaction. I enjoyed his character because his response, his delivery is actually what saved it. Because it is corny. But the way he delivered the lines reminded me of my daughter when parents really do be tripping. And he's like, bro, you're wild. And like, I'm just going to college. Like, it's going to be okay. Like, it's pretty normal to go to college, bro. Chill out. And I actually thought that was pretty funny. And then, you know, life happened. So... Well, it's like he just wants to like live accepted, and his dad wants him to have deadliest catch instead. <laughs> Facts, like I would be mad too. Like, no, I don't want to do that. Like, I want to see a a, a woman. I want to see one woman. <laughs> He's like Nigel Thornberry on steroids. <laughs> oh, come now, Papa, just live out here with the animals. <laughs> <laughs> Are either of you even old enough to get that reference? Yes, he, yes. he did kind of look like the world's most interesting man. <laughs> he did. <laughs> yeah, he did. Now, to the surprise of these uh, other children, they discover that they're not alone on the island. What? There's a team of people trying to, you know what? I don't even remember what they were trying to do. but They were looking for the girl. Oh, right, 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 right. They were looking for the mysterious girl. And they also had guns and violent tendencies. They gave them more more humanity than I expected. Sure. This is where the show really takes off. The first episode does a good job of setting up a, are these characters going to be safe? I don't know. Because one character has a incredibly brutal death on the ship. If you're Asian, don't hold your breath. Damn. And then another character has a brutal death. One who was... See, this is what surprised me. This character needs a hearing aid to hear, and he's introduced as such. So I'm like, oh, okay. So we got the representation of a someone who needs a hearing aid. A representation of how to kill a deaf person. Yeah, and then he gets, like, chucked 50, 60 yards <laughs> into the air suddenly. <laughs> I'm like, wow, they just... Like, remember, you remember when Hancock threw the whale? Oh, more on the whale later. (laughs) So how did you two feel about these characters and their safety? Were you on edge at all? Or were you like, those two were clearly red shirts. I'm not surprised. Well, you know, age before beauty. So, you know. Well, in that, and I actually... (laughs) She went first. (laughs) 
Yes, I did. No, but actually, it, I'm glad you asked that question because that is one thing I did enjoy about this show was the suspense and how they built the suspense of the show. Like, I'm not going to lie. When that one scene where the sand started moving and those crabs, yeah. and I was like, oh, why am I on the edge of my couch right now? Like, there's been multiple times throughout this show where I really was just like, oh, no, one of these characters are going to die. But it's just so... The animation just kind of throws me off sometimes that it kind of takes me out of the suspense. But I do think it had a lot of great moments in this show where I was just like, this is actually not weak writing when it comes to how they build the plot. But when it comes to character development, it definitely could have been. Well, it's a it's a very primal fear from like our cavemen ancestors, like the animals. uh, what, What if big? It's it's very big Nathan Flynn energy, and I'm so I had the same reaction, and I I wasn't that scared of it until that one guy got eight. We're all looking at the same, and I love the reaction. I will say this: the comedic timing here has its moments, and so I like how the responses are just like, yeah, I don't know what what that's about. Like, what do you want? Like, because that would be my reaction. Like, we all saw the same thing, but how how? No, we're not explaining this. Like, Yeah, and I'm glad they did leave it unexplained because they're on Skull Island. Nobody knows what's going on. The rocks are even kind of alive in their own unique way. And a whale is suddenly where it shouldn't be. And this the smartest... Make a wish. I wouldn't say the smartest, but the most educated scientist there with his theories is like, uh, I got nothing. I have no idea why that Maybe just Maybe it's hollow that's pretty fun. that's bullshit still. <laughs> <laughs> So we got to talk about the elephant in the room. Kong's, I wouldn't say origin story, because we don't know how old he is. But he does have a moment of his own and an episode dedicated to his, I believe, first contact with human beings. Did you guys enjoy that? Or did it make you feel kind of sick? Like, really? It was hilarious because it establishes that, 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 that bird is part of the crew. That's a crew member. That's just not a random animal. That's part of the squad. <laughs> yeah. Like Kong has his own Mothra almost with that bird. If they were if they were still making movies for this universe, oh, you bet that bird would be making an appearance. And with his own action figure, yeah. I'm and I'm pretty sure if I'm not correct, like the Skull Island film, it wasn't that much different either. So, I mean, I don't know. I just wasn't expecting that much like depth when it came to the writing of Khan or like the origin or anything like that. I think like but 30 people can... die in that movie. 30 people. All U.S. soldiers. And very, yeah, very quickly too. Oh, yeah, and oh, very yeah, horrifically. Yeah. And Sam yeah. Jackson, I think. Samuel Jackson's a better foil for Kong than most. <laughs> <laughs> Man is king. You know, I had a joke, but I'm so glad I'm mature enough to know it's inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, everybody. So I'm going to make a really immature joke later, and it's just because... Are you dogging so I can make this DM one and not feel bad about it? Thank you. I'll, I mean, you know, black and black crime. But... Oh. Yeah. Oh, Bradley. <laughs> I was listening to a podcast with some black comedians, and they're talking about how they hated... Uh, God delivers King Kong because during the fight scenes at the end, they would um, 
the editing was Kong would yell, and then the next ray would be Brian Tyler Henry, like, like, oh, whoa! And they said they felt a certain way that it happened ten times in a row. I mean, I would too. I just wanted to share that. He's good in that film. Yeah, yeah maybe good. No, but I can understand the why folks would be disappointed with this Kong in this series and how they write the character. What day? Kong's always been a simp. Has he though? Always. 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 <laughs> Every single version. Every single gotta version. Have, gotta have his wife I feel like, too. Except for Skull Island. No, yeah, that's the thing. Until now. I feel like I feel like someone in the writer's room was like, really? A white woman again? Right? And someone will be like, I got it. <laughs> She'll speak Portuguese. Light skin Spanish. We'll make her a spicy white, guys. Ambiguous. She's ethnically ambiguous. She's actually Ethiopian. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I don't fucking know. What? Right? I'm like, I don't know you're lying because I saw the show. Contrary to the fact that I finished it. I don't know. You don't finish that Walking Dead show. I, nah, bro. But come on. It's it's like one piece at this point. It's too many, too many episodes. Too many. many, Way too many. Way too many. So I would have just tripped. I mean, Probably there's not much left to talk about, but I do like the fact that you brought up how nostalgic it felt with the animation. Did you really like the animation, Bradley? Was this like nostalgic no, for you? As well? No, I I only I watch peak animation all the time, and this was very. Brad, this, I, is, it was unfortunate. This was like <laughs> at the finale of Demon Slayer. Yeah, this is very bad timing. I wouldn't say that it's as bad as Invincible gets. But it does. It is very stagnant, very no still. Well, it has its it has its way to tell the story it wants to tell. If someone said, "Oh, do you want to watch Skull Island or just listen to the voice actors reenact a radio play of it?" I would pick the radio play. I don't think this animation really adds much of anything until the finale, when we get to see a big ass kaiju fight, and I actually enjoyed that a lot. How'd y'all feel about Kong finally having a tussle with whatever the heck was in the ocean? Well, you know, Kong, you know, he had to step up like Marty McFly's dad. You know, do that one-punch combo. <laughs> <coughs> what? Oh, my God. <coughs> I'm just not ready. Um, <laughs> no, I thought that was, again, another instance where... I was kind of falling asleep in between, and then this happened, mm-hmm. and I was like, ooh, okay, and I was just, I was sucked right back in. That was like, and again, another time I was like, man, this motherfucker, he don't, he, he don't play fair. It's not a very fair adversary, but that, that's good because it means it gives tension for Kong, I guess. To Yeah. And there's no, there's no rules in the jungle, right? it's all I, live I do or like die. like the little callbacks in the show. Like when Kong, it doesn't even show, it just shows that one thing where he pulls a tree out of the ground. And then he like yeah. he like slides his hand through it like a switch to like to, for better air resistance for so no air resistance. Okay, Don't give me those like expressions. <laughs> <laughs> I'll fight all I'm, of you. I'd, I've never swung a switch around before. Yeah, oh, right? I I'm just no, like, Jedi, no you'll understand. Bradley never got beat. <laughs> <laughs> his parents took him in. His parents took him in a night. Dang, must be yeah. nice. Well, let's switch topics He's and go on to <laughs> our final thoughts. 
Love you, Mom and Dad. Uh, Doggett, why don't you start, please? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Anyways, uh, my father issues aside, I actually really enjoyed the show. Um, the animation didn't bother me as much. You know, this is, an, this is a Netflix animated show. Like, it's, you know, you're rolling the dice. Sometimes it's B-stars, you know? Sometimes it's, um, it's not as good as a Grisco. You know? It's, um, you either gotta steal... They, Netflix either tries style... Or it tries a very great CG animation, or it's gonna do 2D. And their 2D shows are usually kind of unique looking. You know, you got Big Mouth, or you got the the shitty stuff like Paradise PD. And um, so, seeing this, you know, this animation, you know, it's not as good as something like Castlevania or even. That one other video game adaption. But it, it looks better than Dragon Age, uh, Dragon Age, right? Dragon's Dogma. Jenna saw that with me. That terrible CG dragon show. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't terrible. I think I gave I it 2 out it. of 10 no. titty drops. But wow, it was not a great animated show. And this isn't either. But I think I think it does it well enough. And it does have a lot... I, I think it has a lot of high points that... Anybody can smoke a J and have a good time. I'm gonna take Jenna's rating. I think it's worth. I think it's worth. I think it's worth the joint. So uh, seven out of ten. Simping Kongs. I feel like that should be the new like derogatory term we use for folks. Simping Kong. Yeah, you you a little simping. Instead of a. Uncle Tom, a simping Kong sort of thing. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh my god! I'll probably have to edit that out. Gina, your <laughs> no, final please thoughts. Don't. Please, because what are, are we you part of this family or not, Bradley? Yeah, we're not doing anything different. No different than what the original movie did. Okay, let's be real. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, you you watch that and you're like, oh, a masterpiece. Well. The stop motion is incredible, but the story could use work. No, I, I saw Bradley watching that movie. He's like, the makeup's incredible. You're going to kill Gino. Gino, your final <laughs> thoughts, please. Thank you. I am, and I'm trying not to laugh. Like, Doggy, man. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. Um, yes, this, I agree with Doggy. Definitely not. You're not wasting a, a joint when you roll this. Um, if you are a true fan of King Kong, this you can you can miss this this is not something you need to watch but if you do like to watch those saturday morning kind of like style nostalgic 2d animation and eh, story then yeah this has some great moments of action tension uh but you know i will definitely go back to castlevania that's where i'll die on that hill uh, if you because there's just better alternatives on Netflix, like Doggett said. But I had fun watching it. I actually didn't hate it as much as I thought, and I think these. I think maybe a couple of more watches, it may actually grow on me. Because um, I did have a fun time, and Annie was one of my favorite characters out of the whole show. Uh, so, and it was interesting because, like I said, I didn't know Phil Lamar. I couldn't recognize the voices in here either. So, kudos to the voice acting, I guess. Um, that being said, though, I ain't doing this ever the fuck again, so don't ask me. If it comes out with a season two, I'm not watching it. Uh, that's a, I'll give this a six out of ten 
times I thought about the venereal disease <laughs> and not crabs, <laughs> actual crabs coming out of the sand. Uh, Jenna, this is the animation squad. Uh, you already <laughs> got beat into the group. Uh, there is no like exit. This is for life. Yeah. yeah. We still got we're, we're still on reviewing Titan Attack on Titan. Okay, I can do Attack on Titan, now. but I'm not reviewing <laughs> no, this. No, I, I mean that's that was four years ago, and we're still doing it. So I, I don't think you can get out of this now. <laughs> Final season this December. A yeah. wink. So my final my final thoughts, it's fine. It's actually a little better than fine because I did watch this with some of my older kids and the young ones, and they loved it. A little scary at times, like with the crabs, and we love going to the beach, so hopefully that won't be a problem. Just just the idea of being eaten by a crab is horrifying because yeah. what's it going to do to you? Is it like a chomping, dragging motion, or is it a, a quick swallow? Tiny bites out of you? Yeah, right? Do they let you rot and then eat you? I don't know. I'm going to have to look it up. I did also really enjoy the final kaiju battle. I love it when Kong is clearly outmatched in the size and uh, rage type of situation. So as an ape with opposable thumbs, he has to think outside the box and use his intelligence to win. I really do love that dynamic in the fighting here. And like I said before, huge fan of Mae Whitman's work. She was Amity in the Owl House most recently, and she's been voice acting for a good decades. Uh, I believe she's Kim in Scott Pilgrim, that movie. So if you wanted to check that out, you should have when it first arrived, and maybe we'd have a series. Shame on you for not. Um, (laughs) With this... Uh, yeah, I'll give it 6.5 out of 10 orphaned children that just want to go to college. Man, we really did not mention the other guy in the trio. We oh. did, briefly. I, I don't think... Did we, did, we, did we say his name? Mike, right? This is really <laughs> awkward. I'm going to laugh at this Toshi or something. <laughs> 